Aloha, this is One God Church Online's podcast. I'm Reverend Enoch, and I have your title. One more time. One more time. I want to take this time to thank you for your listenership. I want to thank you for listening in. And I pray that this adds value to your life, these messages, every single one of them, that it opens a door in your life. I pray that this very message propels you forward changes the trajectory of your life it it propels you forward in speeds that you can't even you it's hard to hang on like i pray that god moves fast redeems you in your timeline moves you forward and takes and, and though you though you may need to take a leap of faith but this 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 puts you forward faster than you could have ever got there before because god is the one who parts the red seas because God can do anything. Amen. I pray that uh, that m- truly that you do find value in these messages. That some of them are a little in our face. And, and uh, you know, some of them it seems like, you know, we're being belittled or whatever it may be. And, and however that is. But I pray that you get value in that. And you find the, the fruit that's in these messages. And if there's bitterness or if there's any theological error, that God straightens all that out. And we just enjoy this message. We enjoy coming into God's presence. Because God blessed this word. God gave me this word. I prayed and asked for this word. I studied. And God gave me this word. I want to do the best that I can for God. I want to do the best that I can for you when you listen in and you can find value here that changes things. I want change in our lives. I want change in our Christian lives, in our our lives at home. I want change in the way that we operate, that we could be the best that we can be. Amen. One more time. One more time. Samson was a Bible hero that God had blessed with supernatural strength. Many of us have heard about Samson in our Sunday school classes growing up. Or maybe we've heard about him in movies and seen these Samson, this big, you know, Greek God-chiseled man-beast just out there just throwing people like they were little pieces of candy everywhere. Crumbling them like crunchy bread and just, just crumbling them into crumbs. The interesting thing, however, nowhere does the Bible comment anything about Samson's stunning physique. Samson's story is found in Judges chapter 13 through 16. Only four chapters. I find this very uh, intriguing. This is intriguing. Yes, this is intriguing that, you know, that in these big heroes, big, big big biblical heroes and this hero is very big I remember hearing this all the time it's made blockbuster movies but it's only in four chapters Judges chapter 16 or or 13 through 16 I mean it's, it's somewhat mentioned through the Bible here and there but the story it's only in Judges chapter 13 through 16. Only four chapters. There's nothing at all uh, that leads us to believe that Samson had extra, you know, large, you know, 
you know, builded arms, like he was all bulging arms. He didn't have extra large bulging arms, you know, and all this. And, and then, you know, in fact, it's contrary. It seems the contrary seems true that Samson, you know, looked, you know, more normal, you know, not like the rock, <laughs> you know, not like the rock at all. You know, and it makes me think that likewise Noah's story is found in Genesis chapter 5 uh, through 9. And that's only five chapters. I find that very intriguing. And nowhere you, do you find Noah acting out of his own strength either. Either his own strength or even his, his own knowledge. Even Elijah called called down fire from heaven he didn't throw it or, or shoot it out from his palms or shoot it out his eyes no he called on God you see the Bible isn't written about Bible heroes although many exist herein in the wonderful word of God but the story is about God never will you see the power be man's power God is working through mankind. With Samson's strength, why would the why would the why would the uh, Philistines be ba baffled uh, regarding the the secret to Samson's strength? That's why they, you know, contracted Delilah to find it out. How is this devil so strong? They inquired in Judges chapter sixteen, verse five. It would be a fairly stupid question to ask the, if the guy had arms, you know, the size of tree trunks or an elephant's legs. Samson was a normal, was just a normal guy with supernatural blessing on him, with a supernatural blessing on him. You know, Moses lifted the staff. You know, many, many talk about this, this, that Moses, you know, had some kind of a power or Moses was this or Moses was that. And uh, Moses lifted the staff out of obedience to God's instruction. And God parted the Red Sea, not Moses. God did it. Every miracle performed. God did it. God did it. Amen. God did it. In the beginning, God, period. In the beginning, God, period. Need we say more? I mean, it's God and God alone. God works through us. God works in us. God moves in and around and through our lives. Everything was made for him. Everything was made for him and by him. It's God. So what I believe God says to his church and to us today, especially those who, who feel, you know, downtrodden, lost, and maybe hopeless. Many of us get into these feelings. I believe God says this. I care. I care. I care for you and about you. In Judges chapter 16, verses... Uh, uh, 28 through 30. And Samson cried out to God, Master, oh God, please look on me. Oh, please give me yet once more. God, with one avenging blow, let me be avenged. Let me be avenged on the Philistines for my two eyes. 
Then Samson reached out on the two uh, central pillars that had held up the building and pushed against them. One with his right arm and the other with his left, saying, let me die with the Philistines. Samson pushed. Samson pushed hard with all of his might. The building crashed on the tyrants and all the people in it. He killed more people in in his death than he had killed in his life. You see, but God is, I believe, saying something to us in this as, as we go deeper. Let, let, me, let, me, uh, let me go do, and deeper. Let me unpack it this way. In John chapter 14, verses 11 through 14, it says, Believe me, I am in my Father, and my Father is in me. If you can't believe that, believe what you see. These works. The person who trusts in me will not only do what I'm doing, will do even greater things because I because I on my way to a father and I'm giving you the same work to do that I've been doing you can count on it from now on whatever you request along the lines of who I am and what I am doing I'll do it that's how the father will will be seen That's how the Father will be seen for who He is in the Son. I mean it. I mean it. Whatever you request, in this way, I will do. John chapter 14, verses 11 through 14. Amen. Follow Jesus' instructions and hear this echo into your very soul and eliminate and uh, uh, laminate and illuminate your life on every layer and level in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Notice this again because this is what I believe God was speaking to me as this uh, message was unfolding. And Samson cried out to God, Master, oh God, oh please look on me again. Oh please give me strength yet once more. God, With one avenging blow, let me be avenged on the Philistines for my two eyes. And what I believe God is saying in this, as this this unfolds here, is pray that prayer. Pray that prayer one more time. Get on your knees before God one time. Call out to God one time. Let this time be God's victory, the power, the same power that parted the Red Sea, spoke the world into creation, the same power that raised fire from heaven, the same power that calmed the seas, the same power that healed the lepers, still heals. The power that changes the hearts of man, the same God that turned the water into wine, laid hands on the sick and raised the dead, gave sight to the blind, the same God yesterday, today, and forever forever says to you, I believe God says to you, what is it? Is anything too big for God? Oh, but wait a second. He didn't say that, is what we might be saying to ourselves or, or something might be whispering in your ear. Is anything too big for God? And then you hear this, oh wait, he he didn't say that. Is anything too big for God? 
Oh wait, you know, I would say he didn't say that because my babe, my Bible says so. My Bible says that he said that. Get out of here, devil. You're a liar. This is the day. This is the day. In Jesus' name, God chooses the time. God chooses the place. We may have said it before, but it took God getting us to the place. Maybe, maybe God hasn't, you know, been, you, you haven't been waiting on God. We've heard this before. It's just a redundancy that just keeps pouring out into some messages. But maybe God's just trying to get our attention. Maybe God's waiting on you. You're not waiting on God. Oh, God, will you ever answer my prayer? Is God ever going to come through? God wants you to be at the right heart, in the right mind, with a boldness. Get on your knees before him. Be reverent, yet bold. And ask him one more time. And the devil comes in there with all his doubts. We say, get out of here, devil. You're a liar. This is the day in Jesus' name. Amen? Is anything too difficult or too wonderful for the Lord? At an appointed time when the season for, for her delivery comes, I will return to you, Sarah, and we'll have a son. Is anything too difficult or too wonderful for the Lord at an appointed time when the season, when the season for her delivery comes, I will return to you and Sarah will have a son. Genesis chapter 18, verse 14. Is anything too difficult or wonderful for the Lord? Oh, wait, you still don't hear the echo for you today? Jeremiah 32, 26 through 27. Then came the word of the Lord to Jeremiah saying, Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too difficult for me? Maybe you still don't hear it, but yet we could look at Mark chapter 9, verse 23. Maybe the devil would be saying, well, that's the Old Testament. And here it comes, New Testament. Mark chapter 9, verse 23, Jesus said to them, Jesus said to them, wait a second, what did I just say? No, wait, what was it? Jesus said to them, you say to me, if you can, all things are possible for the one who believes and trusts in me. And maybe that's us. Maybe like, like that man, if you can, we might say, we'll get on our knees, we'll pray that prayer and be like, well, God, if you can, find it in your heart to let this or this happen. All things are possible for the one who believes and trusts in him. We need to trust that God is exactly who the Bible says that he is. Trust in him. Don't look at your faults. Don't look at your doubts. Don't look at yourself because it's not you that can do it anyway. If it's something that you can do, then you can do it. What, what needs you to be praying for? So you have to pray that prayer because you can't do this. You can't turn the water into wine. You can't fill a couple jars with one little thing of oil that's definitely not going to fill all those jars. But God can. You can't pay my tax and your tax just by taking a coin out of a fish's mouth. But 
God can. But God can. That's so, such a wonderful verse right there. Jesus said to him, you say to me, if you can. It echoes to us today. Because sometimes we pray in doubt and say, well, if you can. Lord, if you're willing. If I'm willing. Not to add to the Bible, but the same echoing thing that Jesus is telling. All things are possible for the one who believes and trusts in me. Listen, God says to you now, right now, and you heard it a moment ago, I care. I care about you. I care for you. My heart is for you. I'm for you, not against you. And listen, God isn't trying to convince you to trust him. No, God isn't trying to convince you to trust him. That's your job to leap out in faith, pray and remain faithful, to be faithful. That's, that's your job. It means even, even in the hard times, the hard time in the hard times is, which were the most, uh, it's, we're, that's where most of us jump off the boat and swim for shore only to drown but God cares so he says I care God cares pray for it pray the prayer listen he's not going to let you drown in despair and doubts in lack but he might want to see the courage that you have to be strong and courageous and pray that prayer and reach out and ask him for whatever it is that you need. Listen, even if it's material things, if you need a house, sometimes a house isn't necessarily a material thing. Maybe it's a need. Your family needs to stay in a home where you can be safe. Where you can have meals together. Where you can live life. And praise God every single day that your feet hit the floor. Or maybe you have a home. And maybe it's even full, but it's empty. You see, whatever it is, it's, it's out of your control. But God changes the hearts of man. Didn't you hear him say that in there? God is the one who changes the hearts. We can change the way that we're thinking. But God can change our hearts. Amen. God can do anything. Nothing's too big, too small. Nothing's too crazy. Nothing's too chaotic. God works wonderful in that kind of stuff. God's got this. God cares. Pray for it. Pray the prayer, whatever it is, whatever you need or whatever you don't need. Maybe you don't need certain things going on or wrong with your body. Maybe you don't need things in your life and you want God to close some doors. And you can't do that on your own. Even if you could, maybe you don't have the strength for that. Maybe those doors are way too heavy to shut by yourself. Whatever it is, if it's financial, that's okay. 
this is where we get hung up sometimes. It's like, I would just have you work for your finances and stuff. And yet you already work and you still can't get by. Maybe it's like that. There's a lot of people that live like that. But God cares. And now is the time. Now is the season. Now is the place that God wants you to get down and deal with it. Things have a way of working out. Things have a way uh, that it's conditioned that way. It's set up that way. It's, it's, uh, God mapped it out that way. The next phase, this next phase of this process, this is a process. The, the process is that as soon as your knees hit the floor and those words leave your mouth, God had already started working before, but to activate it, that's got to happen. You have to pray that prayer. And it takes courage. It takes being strong. Some people think that it's weak to pray and stuff. But you got to be strong to get down there and, and ask for something like that. You got to be crazy on your face, flat on your face for God. Just believing and being faithful that God will come through. And believe that he will do it. Don't doubt being like, well, we'll see it when it happens. No, God wants you to say, I know you're going to do it, Lord. And I thank you for it. I thank you in advance. Not to abuse you. Not to manipulate you. I know you're going to come through for me because you're my God. You're my Father. When I say our Father who art in heaven, man, you're my Father. Of course you're going to come through for me. I know I'm not a perfect child. Boom. That's what God's looking for. That's what God's looking for. When Elijah called fire down from heaven, he didn't say, Lord, are you there? Do you hear me? God? Oh my God, what did I do yesterday? Maybe he's not answering me because I ate too much candy. Maybe he's not answering me. I, I drank two gallons of milk. I mean, I overate. Maybe I'm a glutton. I mean, I, I, I lusted the flesh. Those girls are beautiful. Or those guys are whatever, you know, whatever it is, you know. No. He boldly called fire down from heaven and just prayed that prayer. He did the thing. He, you know, whenever anything happened, even Jesus himself, when he, when he looked up and he gave thanks, Lord, do you already know that you're going to do this? But so that the people know, uh, I'm just going to pray this thing. Like, boom, he just <laughs> always coming to the Father. Not, not in, in doubts and all this, you know, fumbling around. This isn't a cat and mouse game. Just ask him. God loves you. And see, he cares. And this is, I so much, I believe God gave this word. If you, if the only takeaway that you got is that God cares and that you need to pray. God cares and you need to pray. And no matter what it is, God's got it. And God can do it. And so will God do it? That's God's work. That's, that's, that's not your worry for you to worry that stuff. God put the desire in your heart probably for the thing that you need anyway or you want. If it's a need, of course God's going to answer it. But what gets God to move is praying and praising Him. Pray and praise and believe and trust and God will come through for you. Amen. I believe that for you today. I believe that. So listen, God cares. Pray for it. Pray the prayer. Whatever it is, it's not crazy. Don't listen to that devil. Don't listen to him. Abraham and Sarah were, were way too old to have a child. You've, you know these things. 
Abraham, Abram and Sarai were way too old to have a child. Much less make one together. But God made it happen. And the best part is that he wanted it to happen. That's the point. Time and time again, those things happen throughout the Bible. And it's happening today. Because today is the day that the Lord chose. This is the time. This is the season. Could it be God wants what you haven't asked for? Could it be that God wants what you haven't asked for or, or asked in the wrong motivation of heart? Maybe you were uh, asking out of desperation, asking out of fear. Maybe you were asking out of anger or something wasn't in your life that was lining up. And now the time is that you need to pray that prayer. And listen, if you laugh, yeah, I'm going to have a baby, right? Okay, I'm a, yeah, I don't, you know, it's okay. Like Sarah, if you laugh, but God can do anything. Amen. And if anything needs to be sorted out or straightened out, guaranteed, God will show up and the Holy Spirit will intercede for you. Amen. Will you invite the Holy Spirit right now? Can we, can we pray that prayer right now? Can we just get on our knees right now, wherever we're at? If you're driving or whatever it is or, or, or whatever's going on, can you just mentally get on your knees and, and don't, you could stay on the road or whatever it is. You know, or maybe you need to pull over if it's safe. Or maybe you just are at a place where it's safe enough for you to get on your knees and get on your knees and bow down to the God who holds our blood red destiny in the palm of his awesome hands. It's your choice to choose God today and pray this prayer. If you want it, you can receive it. Please pray with me as we, not to be pushy or anything, you don't have to pray that prayer right now if you don't want to, but I'm inviting you for this moment to be the time that we pray for that. If you want a separate time, that's okay. We can just pray a closing prayer. But I invite you to let now be that moment as we ask and invite the Holy Spirit to come and convict our hearts. O most holy God, we come to you, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Let your kingdom come, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Father God, give us everything that you have in store for us. Let this be the moment, the time and the place that you choose to open doors in our lives, Father God. Shut doors that need to be shut. Open those wide open. Let the light peer out of them. Let the darkness be chased out of those places. As we step into the fullness of who you say we are, I pray that you answer all the prayers. We roll all of our cares up to you. Those silent prayers, those, those hurtful prayers, those sickness, disease, death, Father God, whatever it may be, we roll it all up to you, the need. Some of us need homes. Some of us need fix-its in our lives, in our marriages, in our relationships, in our bodies, in our minds. And we call on the healer to come, the comforter to comfort us. Many of us are probably rolling in, in mourning. And we need help to get out of that. 
Deliver us from all infirmities. In Jesus' name, let Jesus' blood speak on our behalf. Forgive us for anything that could be held against us in the courts of heaven by Satan or any of his evil latching cohorts. Absolve and acquit us. Set us free. Anything in our bloodline, any generational curses, break the chains of bondage. Break those chains. Free us. In Jesus' name, we plead the blood of Jesus on our lives, on our situations, on our finances, on our bodies, on our marriages, on our relationships, on our jobs, on our thoughts. In Jesus' name, by his stripes we are healed. By his stripes we are healed in Jesus' name. Those nail-scarred hands, those nail-scarred feet. Defeated death by death on the cross for us, Father God, we are set free in Jesus' name. Open those doors, Father God. Open those bank accounts. Open the floodgates, Father God. Overfill our barns would be our bank accounts in this day and age. Overfill our bank accounts in Jesus' name. Those of us are farmers, overfill our barns if it's still going on. Let it be done in Jesus' name. Those people are in need, Father God, fill them, overfill them. And let them be able to bless other people who will just be in awe. That way you are glorified in our lives. You increase our faith, Father God, and the, and the people around us can see that you are a God moving in our lives. Let us shine. Let our light shine bright. We ask for an anointing, a fresh anointing. Come, Holy Spirit, come. Fill us, make us whole. If there's any theological error to this message, Father God, make it straight. If there's anything crooked, if there's any behind the scenes, all wishy-washy witchcraft stuff going, in Jesus' name, cut it off with the fiery sword of the gospel in the name of Jesus. We pray for a legion of angels to come and battle the demonic forces that may be hindering these people from stepping into their purpose, hindering me from stepping into my purpose, hindering the purpose from unfolding for any of us, Father God, that would be around anyone who would be dipping and dapping and don't know what's happening whatever it is father god the outside people that may be listening to the person listening to this heal them touch them make them whole from the tip of their toe to the top of their head in jesus name let them feel the warmth right now in jesus name let the spirit flow our God is an awesome God and he reigns in Jesus' name and we stand on that, Lord. We uplift you. We praise you and thank you. We do. We glorify you, Lord. We thank you, Father God. We can't thank you enough, Lord. Thank you for everything that we have and the things that we don't have. Thank you for the things that we're going to unpack as we step into this new season, as we come out of these cycles of doubt, out of these cycles of pain, out of these cycles of lack, we step into abundance of who you say we are in Jesus' name, of who you say what we have, who we are in you, your riches, your glory. Let us see your glory of what we can handle. In Jesus' name, your splendor, your riches, your glory, your majesty, your healing touch, let it flow, part the seas. Some of us jumped out of the boat in doubts, Father God, and we're drowning. Pick us up. Let us just be in all in that. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. If there's anything left out that wasn't said here, if there's anything that wasn't spoken over, if there's anything that wasn't uttered, if there is anything that wasn't touched on any basis, anything, Father God, that's missing from this, that needs to be put in place, we ask that Holy Spirit would come intercede for us in Jesus' name. 
make all that crooked straight. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Praise you, Father God. Praise you. Praise you for who you are. Thank you for these blessings. Thank you for these homes. Thank you for the car, the tires, the engine work. Thank you for the kidneys. Thank you for the heart transplants. Thank you for the, the brain transplants, Father God. Thank you for, for the new eyes, Father God. Thank you for the LASIK surgery, the, the finances to go through with that. Whatever it is, Father God, thank you for the hip surgery uh, going through and the finances to go through with that and the re full recovery, Father God. Thank you for all these things in Jesus' name. Thank you for the missing food in the refrigerator and in the on the cabinets, Father God. Thank you for the silverware. Thank you for the table that they could sit at, Lord. Thank you that they have clean water to drink and food on the table. Thank you for those blinking eyes and those that can't see that you brought sight to them in Jesus' name just through hearing this message, just through hearing and feeling and seeing, Lord, your power work through your word. Let me praise you and thank you for that. Let the healing flow. Let the healing flow. Let this message pour out of us. Let it be dust that, and let it be rivers of gold that just wash us off of us wherever we go. And it just flows on everything, just touching and blessing and anointing everything and everywhere that we step in Jesus' name. Let people just walk by us and be healed in, just, in Jesus' name. If they could just but touch the hem of your garment, let it be done right then just by walking by us. Let the anointing that you put on us just by listening to this be that strong in Jesus' name, a new revival with the same God. In Jesus' name. Let it be like when Moses came down, had to wear a veil, Father God. Let anointing be so strong that people won't even be able to look upon you. Everyone that walks by these people, everyone that walks by us, Father God, wherever we are, wherever they are, even the people that are listening behind as they turned up the phone or turned up the radio so they could hear, they are healed, they are made whole. The alcoholism, bam, it's gone in Jesus' name. Whoa, yeah, you don't have that. That cigarette, the nicotine that you wanted, that addiction, it's gone in Jesus' name. The, the opiates, no more in Jesus' name. The chemical dependency, no more in Jesus' name. The meth killed the happy lobes in their mind. No more in Jesus' name. You're made whole and restored. No more chemical imbalance in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, you're made whole. Let it be done and so let it be done. In the name of Jesus. And we praise you for that, Father God, in advance. As you choose the now. And as now becomes the place. And we thank you for that. We pray that you continue to move through our lives. And when the anointing washes off, give us the strength to come right back for more. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In nomine Padre, e Filio, Spirito Santos, in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, both now and ever, unto ages of ages. May you walk into this dark world, carrying the light of the gospel forevermore. Amen.